0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Tuesday of the third week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today, being the 24th day of January 2022, we we'll celebrate the memorial of St. Francis de Sales who was a bishop and a doctor of the church. Let us invoke the Holy Spirit to come dwell in us. Come Holy Ghost, Creator, come from the bright heavenly throne. Come take possession of our souls and make them all thy own. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is I have come to do your will. I have come to do your will. The first reading today is taken from the letter to the Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 1 to verse 10. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Mark chapter 3 from verse 31 to verse 35. Friends in Christ, today we celebrate the memorial of St. Francis de Sales, as I said at the beginning of this homily. St. Francis de Sales was born on August 21st, 1567 in France and studied law in Padua. He was ordained as a priest in the Diocese of Geneva, where Calvinist sect of Christians was having a very strong presence. Francis took very sincere efforts for converting Calvinist Christians to Catholicism. He became the Bishop of Geneva at the age of 35 years. He often said that perfection in devotion can be preserved even in family life as in desert life. He started to write sermons and copied them by his hand and slipped them through the doors of the, the houses that did not open for him. This is considered as the first use of religious tracts to communicate with people. He collaborated with St. Jean Francis de Chantel in founding the Congregation of Visitation an order of the visitation of the Holy Mary to observe and practice the virtue of humility, piety, and mutual charity in the visit of Holy Mary to Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist. He was made an official associate of the Capuchin Order when he was bishop. He died on December 28, 1622. He was beatified in 1661 by Pope Alexander VII and canonized by the same Pope. After four years, he is remembered as a patron of journalists because of the tracts he wrote. This is the person will celebrate today, and like I said, today I chose as the title of my homily this short statement. I have come to do your will. This is a statement that is taken from the first reading today. The author says, "You God does not want sacrifice or oblation. He has rather prepared a body for me." He says, "God has." God took no pleasure in Holocaust or sacrifices for sin. And then I said, just as I was commanded by the scroll of the book, God, here I am. I am coming to obey your will. Jesus will always say that my food is to do the one, to do the will of my father, to do the will of the one who has sent me. Beloved children of God, we, like the generation of Jesus Christ, our generation have also placed a whole lot of emphasis on the laws and on the commandments. And like we have seen in the first reading today, the law by itself has no power to save. As a matter of fact, the law brings condemnation to us because nobody has been able to keep the law to the very last in fact the law because of its inadequacy its incapability to save necessitated the coming of jesus christ to salvage humanity and he is set out for us today as a model that what brings about our salvation is not our ability to keep the commandments and the laws of god or the society but our earnest desire and sincere effort are doing the will of God. How committed are you to doing the will of God? In the sincere act of doing the will of God, without referencing the law, you succeed in keeping the law. Little wonder then, even in the gospel of today, we see Jesus living up to his own, you know, commitment and the confession of his lips that his food is to do the will of his father. His own immediate family members will come seeking him, seeking to have an attention with him, calling upon him to live that which he was doing in order to have some um attention given to his family and he says to the audience listening to him upon being informed of the need or the request of his mother his brothers and sisters to see him he said to them here are my brothers here are my sisters here are my fathers here are my mothers anyone who does the will of god that person is my brother and sister and mother that is my real king that is my real friend that is my real neighbor that is my real family member friend in Christ this is the same attitude we see in the life of St. Francis the Souls, whose memorial was celebrate today He lived at a time when people who desire holiness decided to move away from the conventional human society because of the sins in the world and took flight to desert, to live in desert, secluded from the human society in their quest to attain perfection and holiness. And here is the cell telling us that we don't need to live to the desert in order to be holy. That just as we can be holy in the desert, we can also be holy in the family life. We can be holy living in the society. And he set forth himself as an example. He was bent on doing the will of God. He would go around preaching and teaching, and in homes and families where he was not accepted, where the doors were not opened unto him for him to address the people, out of love for the will of God, he will go out of love for the souls to which he wishes to encounter and draw into the love of God. He will go prepare his homily and put them in writing. Using his hands, he copies his homily. You can imagine. Imagine how difficult, how tasking, and how demanding that could be. And after doing all that, recopying them into so many numbers, duplicating them with his own hands, because then there was no print media as such. And those that are available, he couldn't afford. Perhaps he went around putting these traps containing his homily each day, perhaps at the doors of those. Who did not open up to him? And by so doing, he was able to bring the good news of hope, of God's love, or God's redemption to all he didn't condemn the Calvinists, he didn't condemn those who refused to open doors unto him he was not judgmental he was not quoting the laws and the commandments of god unto them how they are condemned yes he did not dust the sand upon his feet so that they can be you know judged and condemned by the law and suffer the consequences of such condemnation he did all he could to make sure that he didn't just do the will of God, but brought others into doing the will of God. How ardent, how fervent, how consistent, how persistent are you in sincerely doing the will of God? Today we have weaponized the laws and the commandments both in the ecclesiastical society and in the civil society and in our traditional traditional setting such that the laws which are meant to help have a better organized society, a healthier society, a better church have become the weapons in the hands of many that will use to destroy the same establishment, the same society, the same institution that the laws are meant to protect we use laws to destroy one another we use commandments to destroy one another to kill to steal to embezzle to impoverish to deny people access to the love of God the sacraments of the church many of us do Does this mean then that we should become a lawless society a lawless church no today's readings and the life of St. Francis de Sales point to one fact that laws are meant to be at the service of humanity, not humanity at the service of the law. So if the law does not promote the good of man, such a law should not be enthroned. Every interpretation of law should be in view of the holistic salvation, promotion of the well-being, or of the subjects of the law. Any law that does not help you or aid in doing the will of God, such a law is not God's law. Every human law should be such a way and manner, in even in its interpretation and application, it should be targeted at promoting the, uh, the, the, the doing of the will of God. And in the doing of the will of God is the well-being and the salvation of humanity. Dear children of God, as we go all out today, therefore, let us become more conscious of the way we interpret and apply the laws. What are the laws? What are the commandments that we've put in place in your family, in your office, in your company, in your street, in your neighborhood, in your estate? in your church how do you apply the laws of god both the ones in the bible the laws of the church how do you interpret and apply them do they promote the doing of the will of god in your interpretation and application of the laws are you intent on doing the will of god or you are intent on doing your will the number one law is to do the will of god anything short of that is from the devil i pray today that god will give you and i the grace To always be bent on doing his will, no matter what that will cost us through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.